the cost of everything, we've talked a lot about it today already, the cost of everything is up, including the cost of travel. No question about that. And um, despite that, after two full years of COVID disruption and all the rest, and, you know, winter spent sort of sequestered and in some cases quarantined, you know how it went, uh, the demand to travel is still pretty strong, even though it is costing a lot. So people looking to get away for uh, that winter break that some of us really, really rely on to get through the winter. Um, how do you do it? Can it be done without breaking the bank? There are ways, believe it or not. So let's get some tips. Let's get some advice on where we stand. We're going to chat with Randy Sharman, who is the host and producer of the Informed Traveler radio show and podcast on 630 Ched and 770 CHQR. Randy, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Well, thanks for inviting me. So what are we looking at here? I mean, we're getting to that time of the year where people are starting to think of that winter getaway. The demand is still really, really strong, isn't it? Well, yeah, of course. Uh, we're a nation of travelers, and this is the phenomenon starts to dip. We're looking south to get away from it, right? Now, we know everything is expensive right now, right? We've talked so much about inflation and all the rest. What's it look like for traveling? Is it through the roof? Well, <laughs> I, I, you say that I was just using, uh, searching around, looking for some examples, and uh, yeah, I you know, thinking you can get the thousand dollar vacation for a family. Uh, good luck with that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like everything else. It's like supply and demand. Um, there's labor shortages in the travel yep. industry, as we've all heard. The airlines are trying to do the best they can with the short staff shortages, so they cut back on capacity. So, yeah, it's a bit old adage of supply and demand. There's lots of demand, and the supply is uh, not quite, quite used to be. Do you just have to pay the price, Randy, or are there... We always hear people have tips and tricks and secrets to get good deals. I mean, are there ways to sort of cut the costs? Oh, sure. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure uh, your listeners have probably heard, you know, be flexible with your dates. Yeah. And you want to book far in advance and plan things out. Uh, avoid the holidays. I know it's tough for some people if you have children, you know, uh, uh, to me, like going on spring break is probably the worst time to go if you're looking to save money. Um, and maybe looking for a different destination, right? Instead of the usual Cancun, maybe, I don't know, try Cuba or something like that. Uh, so there are, there are some things, some other things you can use. Like if you're, uh, there's some travel apps out there, right? Like the one that I use is Hopper. Um, so if you're looking for a flight, for example, my family and I are thinking we're going to Orlando. So we've got two kids. We're a typical family, right? So yeah. It's expensive. Um, so what the app will do, you put your dates in. Uh, we're looking mid-May or something like that. If you know your specific dates, just put the dates in, and the app will watch it for you. And it'll send you emails saying, hey, you know, like, don't book now. The flight's it's really expensive. We recommend you wait. And so, you, and they'll tell you, okay, the, the there's a really the flights have gone down. The prices for our flights have gone down. Book now, right? So that there's there's those types of there's, I'm just using one example. There's more than that. Yeah. Also, I can't stress and if you can get a knowledgeable travel agent to help you out. Um, that's really a, a really good benefit too because they know the deals. They see they get uh, you know emails constantly. Hey, save this, save this, save that. Um, and you can sign up with uh, you know, tour companies, uh, Air Canada Vacations, WestJet Vacations. You can sign up with their newsletters, and they're offering deals constantly. So if you're in the watch for that, and if you're flexible on your dates, yeah, you can save some money, but yeah, it's still going to cost more than what it used to be. What about accommodations? I'm taking a trip to Boston next month, and um, the hotels are 
man, it's really, really expensive. And some people say, yeah, check out Airbnb. No different, no better. Um, accommodations seem to be really at a premium. Is that happening everywhere, too? Yeah, it's the same thing, like uh, supply and demand, right? But, you know, there's a couple of things. For myself, for accommodations, instead of looking at price, look at the value, right? So if you're going, let's use your example, Boston. You're going to a Bruins game or something like that, baseball game. You know, maybe you want to look at the accommodations, although the price is more expensive, closer to what you're going to do. So you're offsetting the price of, you know, a farther distance like an Airbnb would be, you wouldn't get it anywhere close to Fenway or Boston Garden or wherever right, yeah. you play, right? So pay a little bit more, but you're not, you can probably walk to the ballpark or take public transit or something like that. So you're not renting a car. You're not, um, you know, doing those types of things. Um, and also, I always look for the free breakfast that the hotel is offering that because mm-hmm. to me, it's not so much the hotel cost. Eating out is really expensive especially in a city like Boston or, you know, depending on your destination. And if you've got a family, like you get a couple of kids and you're eating out every day, every meal, three meals a day, you're looking at two or $300 a day yeah. to eat, right? So if you get a free meal somewhere, bonus, right? And then, you know, and the same with the, the attractions. If you're going to Boston, maybe you want to you know, take something else. And there's lots of coupon books, right? You can go on the destination websites. There's, there's all kinds of, you know, deals on there that they say you can save 50% off if you want to go see this or museum or whatever the uh, attraction, right? Is, are there some destinations that are just going to be better than others? Are there some that, um, you know, you're going to be able to get better? I mean, used to be Vegas, not anymore, but Vegas used to be a cheap getaway. Are there places like that? Um, see, that's where a knowledgeable travel agent comes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. changing, right? They're adapting to the market as well. And if there's you know, it's very competitive. So one destination says, you know what, maybe we can beat uh, Cancun, for example, and, and attract people to come here. So that's where, you know, you, you get those newsletters, you sign up for those things, and sign up where you get a knowledgeable travel agent. You can be in the loop on maybe a destination has got some, some deals coming up uh, for the winter. Excellent. Um, Randy, I really appreciate your time and your advice. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.